Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Cotter Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? Currently, I am in my head because I'd never know what to do while you're doing the intro. I just kind of stare off into space. (laughs) You do, but I almost think it's the look of a man who's about to say something smart. Oh, do you? Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have fooled every episode. (laughs) It's been almost three years and you still have the hope. (laughs) There's still that glimmer in my eyes that I'm like, this is the one. He's going to come in with some Pythagoras theorem or something. Oh, well, look, I love triangles as much as the next man, Connor. As much as the Uh, next man, I know that. But what I really love is weird news. See, Shaw, what back do we do topic. here? You have spent the week gathering mm. all of the weirdest theorems from around the world. <laughs> you are about to explain them all to me in a manner that is understandable to the common folk. In between that, you usually give me some weird news stories that you've researched and we have a chat about how mental people are. Mm. And, and normally the length of one of the stories is the same as the, as two other stories. <laughs> if you want to add them together or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And then if you square those, it's the same as other yeah. ones. It's, it's the same. You know how it works. Some what? sort of gag. We've all seen numbers, guys. We all know maths. Um, so, Sean, this is weird news. And we are starting this week with a story. It caught my eye because just this headline alone just... It gives me more questions than answers. Because Beautiful. we're starting this week with a man who was being hunted, Sean. Oh, um, I love it already. Man is hunted by grizzly bear for days. <laughs> oh, no. That's t- grizzly bear is the bear that if, like, if a grizzly bear attacks you, you're just fucked. That's it. Yeah, it's in the name. It's grizzly. It's grizzly. Uh, and... Hunted for days. Like, mm. this implies 
the grizzly bear was following this man, waiting for the perfect opportunity. It it does imply that, doesn't it? Because that's what happened? Oh my, okay, <laughs> let me hear it. Uh, the Coast Guard helicopter spotted the lone man waving his arms in the air in the middle of the Alaskan wilderness. They had arrived just in time, Sean. Oh my god. <laughs> had they not seen the man, or even flown over a slightly different area, he might have finally fallen prey <laughs> to the grizzly bear who had been hunting him for days. This is very similar to the plot of The Grey with Liam Neeson. (laughs) Or Revenant. Or Revenant. Or Um, Manhunt. (laughs) Or Manhunt. Or Predator. Maybe the movie Predator. Spy Kids Um, 2. Oh, yeah, similar. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, The guys in the helicopter said, "If if we would have been in the next river valley over... We would have totally missed him, said Lieutenant Commander Jared Carabal. Um, the unidentified man was rescued last week near the small city of Nome. The Coast Guard announced in a press release on, ter- on Tuesday, I should say. Right. Now, a few days before the rescue shot, this is one of those of, yep, that's me. <laughs> I guess you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> Bet you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> so, a few days before the rescue, he had been attacked by the bear, Sean. Then, every single night for a week, the bear had returned to his camp and harassed him. <laughs> what? He's being bullied by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the crew had spotted him after seeing an SOS sign atop a shack in a mining camp and soon after saw him waving his arms wildly in the air. <laughs> He, so wait, the cartoon thing of writing an SOS sign actually worked? It worked for this man, yes. Amazing. Do you know what this reminds me of? We Go had on. a story not too long ago of a man who bought an abandoned ghost town. And yes. there was a cougar or a mountain lion or something stalking him. And he only knew because he found footprints outside of his window. And that's like, <laughs> you're somewhere where you're inside, you're away against everything. This man is in a tent and this is happening. So what happened was that this man, who was in his late 50s or early 60s, went out hunting or went out camping for a bit of fun, as it is in the Alaskan wilderness. And what occurred was, on his first day there, Sean, he pissed off a bear. And the grizzly bear... Day one he annoyed the bear. Day one. And he was just... He was then trapped in the area that he had set up camp. Because the bear was prowling around the area and would attack him at night time. He's wait- the bear's waiting until he's like tucked up in bed and he just leaves a low little growl underneath. When, they co- when the Coast Guard found him, he was apparently severely sleep deprived and almost out of ammunition. Fuck! He- yeah, because you wouldn't <laughs> sleep, would you? You'd just be... no. Can't sleep, bear will eat me kind of a thing. This is one of those stories that's more like just batshit insane, the version of weird rather than funny, because I was just like, what the fuck is going on? That is legitimately (laughs) terrifying. When you're on day four and ammunition is running low and you haven't slept in about 72 hours, how how are you feeling? (laughs) I'd be all right myself, you know. I'd be very calm and collected in the whole scenario. You're mentally strong. You're mentally, me- I mean, for normal people. 
Yeah, Sean Fortitude, me, and they call me. Yeah. But a regular person might get somehow worried about the bear that's stalking their every movement with superior senses to a human being, lethal claw attacks, and a bite that can rip a man's face off. And look, I know what you're thinking. Like, maybe, perhaps he was never attacked, and he actually just got out of there very luckily. Well, at some point, Sean, the bear had dragged him down to the river and attacked him. He had a pistol. He said the bear kept coming back every night and he hadn't slept in a few days. Why did he hang around there? Like, why would you not, after day one of piss... Sorry, even after day one, you think he got rid of the bear. And then the next night the bear comes around. You would just be out of there, surely. Yeah, but what if the bear is prowling around? But it's, is it better to die... Oh, this is a tough question. Okay, so is it better to die, like, trying to get to safety or to resign yourself to your fate of just either becoming best friends with the bear or the bear killing you? I mean, I think day two, you're still of the mindset the bear will fuck off. Mm. But And I think once it gets into day three, day four, you're suddenly thinking this bear has a vendetta but only against me. Yeah, like, the bear is clearly angry that, like, oh, that's someone on my territory. I need to get rid of them. Uh, So, at one point, when he maybe did try to escape, the bear had dragged him down to the river and attacked him. And he had an unspecified leg injury. Oh, that might make sense. Oh, that'll be it, yeah. And and torso bruising. So, he's injured. He can't sleep. And he's running out of ammunition. And he's stuck because the bear is... I can only assume out to get but him and only him in the whole world. Could be the only thing around. He could be the only other living thing aside from that bear. This is going to be a movie at some point because that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, like imagine, imagine the scenes. And so he gets saved because he wrote SOS on the roof of his his hut. And the guys in the helicopter said the only reason that they seen him was that they were over that exact river valley at that exact time. And if they hadn't been on the other river valley, they would have missed him totally, and he would still be out there. That's absolutely terrifying to think of. Because <laughs> imagine put, imagine laying down those fucking stones, spelling out SOS, and, like, you must be thinking in your head, this'll hardly work, will it? <laughs> yeah, but at that stage, like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, you'll try anything at that point. I mean, really, the question I have for you, and this is kind of a batshit story to start with, but what was the bear's deal? <laughs> what, was the, what was the bear's problem? Uh, yeah. God. Look, bears, okay, let's just, devil's advocate here. Look, let's take this from the bear's perspective. So, yeah. you're a bear. You've gotten, most of your life, you've been just eating salmon, uh, walking around in the woods. There's been no one to play with. And suddenly someone comes up and sets up a truck kind of a thing in your turf. And you're like, hey, do you want to go swimming? So you drag him down to the... Because you're a bear. You don't fully understand how to hold hands. So yeah, you drag yeah, him yeah. down to the river and you start waterboarding him. And <laughs> <laughs> but the bear understands waterboarding. No, well, the bear understa- the bear knows about waterboarding. Has no clue about opposable tubs or asking for permission. He's just all about where are the fucking bombs. Yeah, tell me where the nukes are. It's it's the interrogation scene from uh, I think Goldeneye 
where he's like, there's like a load of scorpions and they poison him and give him the antidote all at once. All that kind of shit. And then that's what the bear is up to. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, um, you know, the the what, what's, what does a bear want most in the world other than a friend? A pick-a-nick basket, Connor. A pick-a-nick basket, I could only assume, or honey. Or honey. And so what's the closest thing to honey in that world is human blood from a man's leg. <laughs> and so you bite into it, hoping to get some delicious, delicious honey. And now your friend is there forever. Um, but suddenly he starts writing on the roof of the truck. And you're like, I can't read, I'm a bear. Um, he warboard him again. <laughs> Tell me what he, it says. Because he can't read the Geneva Convention, so he doesn't understand. Doesn't That's, understand. That's against the law. It's against the law. And then this helicopter York flies in, yeah. takes your best friend, and drags him out of there. You lose your friend. You lose your honey. You lose yeah. your waterboarding practice. Now you have to go back to waterboarding the fish, which just isn't as satisfactory. They seem to enjoy it. That's enjoy- the sickest power of all. <laughs> Those fucking freaks of a fish loves being waterboarded. It's when they get pulled out that apparently they're under stress. Yeah, oh, But when they're under, they're fucking grand. They're mad for torture, fish. <laughs> <laughs> do you run a sushi store? I do, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, justify okay. it to myself. <laughs> I want to see you replace Attenborough. And just like <laughs> talk that shit, like it's a whole documentary about bears, but they're just like, this bear is waiting for its honey from a picnic basket. This yes. is the bear waterboarding the salmon. <laughs> <laughs> and just you wait until he waterboards a human man, and then it cuts you. to the other dude. <laughs> it could be you. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's like a warning advertisement for bears. <laughs> Watch out for waterboarding. <laughs> so, they call yeah. it water bearing of course water bearing of course of course it's, they, for not being able to read they have great knowledge of like puns they're, they're amazing at puns but can't read their own puns they're, they're, they're an ideas man of a bear <laughs> no, so they'll just fire things out there they're street smart they're not book smart <laughs> by the way this man's life was ruined for a week <laughs> oh, just yeah. having a chat oh and presumably the mental trauma that he's received will take months to overcome but I could only assume when he goes home like even when he's in his own house he's still taking the bears outside somewhere yeah that, like you can never hear a dog growl I'd say without thinking it's a bear somewhere uh, yeah also I hope like because he might have told someone oh look I'm going camping for a week so if they didn't hear from him for a week, that would have been totally expected. Yes, and so then they never go out for him. Yeah, that's fucked. Oh, fucking hell. Didn't we have the guy, in very first episode, did we not have a guy that fell down a pit, a mine shaft? Yeah! And, there for tr- and his friend never came back for him. <laughs> <laughs> he just thought he'd be fine. <laughs> that's a blast from the past, I just remembered that. That's episode God, one that. of Weird Fel- News. Down a mineshaft into a pit of snakes. <laughs> into a pit of snakes! And his friend was meant to pick him up but forgot. <laughs> and he didn't turn up until the next day. Just over like a day and a half, just in the ground covered in snakes. Look, Saz, I know for what it's worth, I'm sorry, right? I had stuff yeah. to do. Sorry I, about that. I feel terrible. But look, you got to waterboard all those snakes, so. <laughs> Step one, waterboard. <laughs> Step two, we'll make it up. Before we have got that far. <laughs> 
Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. And this is an alleged Detroit car thief gets his comeuppance. Oh, and I love comeuppance. Now, here's the thing. You might think, okay, well, the car thief got its co- his comeuppance. Maybe it's from the police. Maybe they did a bit of sleuthing. They tracked mm. him down. They arrested him. But no, I'm thinking this car owner decided that she was the only one that could solve this crime. Vigilante justice, Connor. Alleged Detroit Carty facing charges after owner tracks him down after several days Love and it. drags him out of the store. This is great because, like, I... No, okay, first of all, okay, don't take the law into your own hands. We can't condone that officially. But, it like, have you seen the show Catfish? I think everyone's a fucking amateur detective now. And I love that that's an option. <laughs> like, you can just figure I, it out on your own. Like, you could just find things out about people that you have no interest in. Like, oh, what college did they go, did they go to? We'll just find out. We'll just find out. We'll okay, just Google them and it'll give us yeah. everything we need. And I mean, that's just the best, isn't it? Isn't that <laughs> a great Bezos? state of affairs? Bezos, the Zuck, and the rest of them. <laughs> They're all nice guys, Sean. So all, nice. So nice, they should all go into space at once. I, who can land say, on the sun? <laughs> Race to land in the sun, lads. <laughs> just, just start dropping out. I hear Branson's going to the sun. <laughs> I, I mean, I think... I'd be happy to see Musk and Bezos and, Z- and the Zuck race to the sun. Go for it, lads. Let's <laughs> go for it. You can bring the Tesla. That's fine. Yeah. It'll, all, it'll all go on the sun eventually. <laughs> um, so, In a way, um, one day we'll all land on the sun. I mean, yeah, the, I suppose. The heat death of the universe. Yeah, because, of course, ultimately global warming. That's it. That's it. And, you know, where's your waterboarding then? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have no, we'll have too much water. It'll be, be the only, it'll be the only respite in a world of global it'll, warming is waterboarding. It'll be how we show our love at that point. <laughs> You'll waterboard your loved ones. Everybody's underwater anyway. That's Happy all you can birthday. do. <laughs> um, so Bianca Chambers's car was stolen last week, Sean. Right. She said that for two whole days she tracked it around the city. Police had responded to four of her calls, but by the time they got there, the car was always gone. So, Uh. on Wednesday, she confronted the accused thief, Mr. Michael Talbert, who's 19, um, as he was getting his hair done at a barber shop at Greenfield and Grand River and made sure that he couldn't escape. Chambers dragged Talbert from the barbershop by his dreadlocks and <laughs> slashed her own tyres so he couldn't leave in her car. <laughs> oh, that's commitment. <laughs> Isn't that the most badass thing? Yeah, that's like... It's like Black Widow breaking her own nose. It's, it's, yeah. like, it's like, I don't fucking care. I'm getting the job done. I'll kill you. I'll kill me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Haul them out by the dreadlocks. That's a that's a very grabby hairstyle, I would think. A serious power move is to slash your own tires from your own stolen car that you'll yeah. have to replace. Yeah, oh yeah, and like but it'll be the most satisfaction you've ever had replacing tires, that's the thing. She made a citizen's arrest at that point. Can we can we talk about citizen's arrest for a minute? Because that's wild. I don't really understand citizen's arrest, so if you want to explain it. 
It's just like a citizen can arrest someone and just, like just say, you've broken the law, I'm taking you to the police, basically. Like anyone okay. can do that and declare a citizen's arrest. But it's like, I feel it's, you really need to be sure that you can bring him in mm. if you if you incur the citizen's arrest. Yeah, is it like a one and done? Like if if you do it and they don't charge, you lose it for the next six months or something. Maybe like I I just like, you're not going, just going around citizens arresting everyone all day. <laughs> okay, right, sorry. I'll the, I'll put the handcuffs away. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So it's an arrest made but by it's a private. Also- it's, it's sorry. It's. Uh, yeah, it's an arrest made by someone who's not acting as a sworn law enforcement official. Um, it was an old thing in medieval England where, like, sheriffs encouraged people to help out, basically. But it's also illegal to impersonate a police officer. That's it. So you have no, like, legal jurisdiction. You can't okay. use force or anything like that, um, as far as I know. You just have to bring him in. As best you can. Well, the police obviously probably weren't too happy with Bianca with this mode of attack. But I, I like her interview more than anything because she just says a few words. She said, I'm sorry to say, but I don't regret anything. I feel like I did my job. I did what was needed. <laughs> I got that dirt bag off, off, the, off my car, I suppose. <laughs> off the streets. She gets rid of a cigar, puts it out. That's the fucking other job done. Just one more thing. Do you think she, like... But, like, that that was pretty effective in how she did it. Um, Maybe it's just, like... Should she become a police officer? Or can she get more done as Batman? I mean, she would probably have to just get her own outfit at this stage. Because if you're tracking a criminal down for days on end, like, with just report of your stolen car being spotted i think that's commitment that i don't know if you need an outfit but i think it would help just for the coolness factor yeah like if you like rock up in a trench coat and a rorschach mask like and drag someone out of a barber shop and slash your own tires that will be remembered <laughs> she she also apparently called him a dumbass for staying in town <laughs> with her stolen car <laughs> absolutely fair like you would just lie low for a while in somewhere else. You'd get new license plates at least. Why why steal a car and then drive it around the same block that you stole it from? Presumably you stole it from a local. <laughs> I mean, I I like the idea that this barbershop was in a different city. Like she tracked across America just with sightings through police radio that she was listening to on the slide. Yeah, oh yeah, there's a montage of her like tuning the CB radio and things like that. And do you th- so you think she crossed state lines to slash her own tires? I think she'd cro- she'd slash her own tires for anything. She she's that's first port of call, <laughs> then move on to the arrest. I love if she becomes a superhero. Her like her, that's her bit is that any criminal she'll slash her own tires. Like that's just what she does. <laughs> but she won't slash their tires. No, so they just they always get away. If it gets to a car chase, she's fucked. That's it, but but see, uh, her her parents were shot in an alley, and oh. both her mother and father were the Michelin Man. No, her parents were shot by the Michelin Man. <laughs> so she hates tires, but she needs them to get around sometimes. <laughs> she, 
she's just like grumbling all the time when she's driving off for fuck's sake <laughs> stupid why can't times wagons why can't wagons come back <laughs> she's like has wagon wheels on her fucking tires she's replacing them with wagon wheels just ro- slowly rolling <laughs> <laughs> yeah just freewheeling down a hill um, yeah so I mean I think a citizen's arrest has taken place but if you were that guy what are the chances you're like I'm never going to get caught I mean this is the perfect crime steal a car drive the same car same area yeah don't check if there's a tracker on it like mm, was no. there like an app she could track her phone with or was she just like getting like sightings of it around the place Sight- sightings sightings, sightings that's of where even cooler was. that's so she- much cooler she was going off of, um, she called the police four or five times. So every time it was sighted, she'd ring them. Mm. And then he'd be gone by the time that they arrived. So then she's like, okay, well, I have a general idea of where he is. I can only assume she has a map, big circle. Mm. He's like, he's in this area. Yeah, this is his like triangle of movement. And just, mm. I'll wait for him on one of those lines. Red string from that to just like fuck them up <laughs> written in big wall writing <laughs> slash knife. tires there's like a picture of him and then beside it held up with a knife is a picture of her own tires <laughs> but she's more angry about the tires oh she's livid about the tires um, so Sean we are going to move on to our next piece of news and this is a woman's excuse after she gets pulled over I mean I don't know if it's the best excuse because it also she she got out of the car and then didn't think any further than that because she was also doing crimes because i have woman gets pulled over tells officer she has to poop comes back with crack pipe in bra (laughs) interesting (laughs) so so the officer let her go poop then (laughs) yes seen driving at midnight with a tail light out a driver then turned off all of their lights and Ghost kept going uh, until <laughs> until she pulled over in front of her residence on 51st Street. Intrigued by the motorist's actions, a police officer activated his lights and eventually made contact with the driver and her two passengers. As the officer walked to the car, the driver was extremely nervous and at one point told the officer she had to poop. She then added that she had a bubbly stomach. Though the officer gave the woman the okay to go inside to poop, he stipulated that she had to leave her purse and her car keys in the vehicle. So the idea was they pulled up to her house, I think. Yeah, or somewhere where she could use the facilities. Mm. Um, Now, she gets out of the car, Sean. Now she's out. If you've got the crack pipe on you, step one is get rid. (laughs) Yeah, go stash it somewhere. Though she walked up to the residence, she never actually entered the home to... I like how this article says, to unload her cargo. (laughs) What the fuck? To drop a massive one. (laughs) Someone got paid to write that. And quickly returned to the vehicle. So she never entered the home, quickly returned to the vehicle. She stated that she was fine now and just needed a few minutes to compose herself. So, she's back in the vehicle. As she got back to the vehicle, though, one of the officers on the scene noticed a crack pipe sticking out of her bra in plain view, Sean. That's... I mean, you're just an idiot at that. You you could could have gone inside and, like, 
hiddenness. Like anywhere. Is there like a bush outside the house? Throw it in there. You had the the cop let you leave with evidence. That's that's never gonna happen again. This might surprise you, Sean, but she was immediately questioned and acted confused. <laughs> and at one point during the interrogation stated that her stomach was getting bubbly again <laughs> and could she leave? <laughs> it worked the first time so well. <laughs> Lads, my stomach, it's absolutely, it's in bits at the middle. I may leave again. I may just leave. Just with my crack pipe. Like, I was thinking when you taught this story, to mention this story, it was going to be... Uh, much worse than I thought. I thought she was going to have gone inside and then come back, having retrieved the crack pipe from the house. <laughs> they're they're going to check my house. Better put it on me. <laughs> yeah, better bring it out to the cop. Uh, but I think this is somehow worse because you could you you were you were so close to getting away with it. You were playing sailing. He, like he had let you out for a very dumb reason, and you just came straight back in. Just when you thought you were out, they dragged you back. They, but they didn't drag you back. You voluntarily came back with a crack pipe yeah, on your person. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we've had one of a dumber criminal than if she has the crack pipe on her when she leaves the car. Surely she didn't pick it up on the way to the home. So if she leaves the car with it on her, she must have left it left the car with it somewhere else. And then, through the walk to the house, thinks... The bra is the safest place for this, even though it's clearly sticking out. Yeah, I would like. It's not like it's a like a piece of paper or something that can be, you know, quite close to the skin. It's like a three D crack pipe. <laughs> a three D, as opposed to the two D ones. As opposed to the two D ones, which I wouldn't say would work very well. Not uh, great. Not Mario so- fucking loves them though. He's a madman for them. Oh, oh, from the from the computer game. The Sorry. plumber, the, the plumber, Mario. Pl- the plum- Mario Jumpman, Mario. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so she was placed in the handcuffs immediately, and then four pieces of crack were later also found inside her purse. She yes. would go on to state, Sean, and this is where it gets the trifecta of greatness. She would go on to state that the drugs were drugs were not hers Beautiful. and belonged to a friend. She had no idea how they got into her bra, the crack pipe she means, and blamed it on being so focused on her stomach aches, she didn't realise how it had gotten there. <laughs> I, oh, it's not an airtight like argument, is it? I couldn't concentrate on the crack pipe in my bra, officer. I had to take a shit. That's look. That that's the same reason that all those people commit all those murders is because they have IBS. Uh, now, here's my question: Is that she like all of this happened and it's dumb enough? But she's also done my favorite thing that all criminals do: is that they're caught for the stupidest thing, and then it all comes out in the wash. So yeah. she had a tail light out. That's it. She had a taillight out, but then when she was driving, she turned all of her lights off for a stealth car. Yeah, just uh, stealth car. And to show that, oh, the taillight can't be broken. All the lights are off. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yeah. Can't get me for a broken taillight. I don't have any lights. (laughs) Can't hit what you can't see, (laughs) defence. But then also, when she gets pulled over, the idea is she's got the crack pipe. 
they find it. That's not mine, it's my friend's. But it's not one of those friends in the car. It's a different friend. You wouldn't know her. She's not even here. Also, I didn't know it was there, even though it wasn't there a minute ago when I left the car. It fell in. I don't know how. I don't know where. I'm as shocked as you, officer. I really needed to shit. I'm going to be honest with you, officer. I couldn't concentrate on where crack pipes are falling out of the sky. It's, Just, it's madness. Officer, if you asked me to catalogue every craft crack pipe that shows up in my life unannounced, God, I'd be here till Sunday. So if you don't mind, I'll go in and I'll use the loo now and we'll be right as rain. All right. Now, if you don't mind as well, I'm going to get back into my stealth car and stealth away. <laughs> That's OK with you, officer. You know who else has a stealth car? Knight Rider. Wonder Woman. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. No. You're either... saying this is Wonder Woman. <laughs> and you're saying it's Knight Rider. So what kind of yes. crossover is this? <laughs> it's a crossover I want to see. Yeah, it's not often you get a Knight Rider reference in. So fair play. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to bring it back. It's big. It, back. it was big in the 80s. Yeah, bring back uh, Kit. Is that the name of the car in Knight Rider? Uh, yes, I think it was Kit. Um, and I mean... I just want to get bigger in Germany, so we're just going to mention Knight Rider all the time. Okay, Knight Rider. Uh, <laughs> what's your favourite episode of Knight Rider? <laughs> <laughs> the one with the car? Oh, fucking classic. It's a fucking good one. You don't fucking see it coming, one. but the car talks, Sean. The car talks, Jez, doesn't, and doesn't it talk, Connor? Uh, and it There's says all actually, kinds of things. It is mad to think that there's loads of people... Actually, no, it's not that mad. <laughs> I was going to say there's loads of people that don't know what Knight Rider is. But, like, oh, it totally wasn't fine. even that good. <laughs> no, it's like an average, like, car cop show. What's it about? What's Knight Rider about? The car uh, was magic. When it was it, a robot car. It was... It, yeah, technology peaked. And they made that car. And that was Transformers it. was big. And then they made that car. They're, sorry, there. I've looked up Knight Rider quotes, and it's how about a little turbo boost? And then the car says, "Dare we?" Without sufficient reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nerd, give me the fucking turbo boost. <laughs> what are you, my mom? Nos. <laughs> fucking give me some nuts. How has there not been a Fast and Furious Knight Rider crossover? At how this is point? not Knight Rider not appeared in Vin Diesel? Just like Vin Diesel, get <laughs> the cars in Vin Diesel, not the other way around. No, yeah, Vin Diesel plays the car, uh, <laughs> and Batista. No, The Rock plays. Wait, Michael Knight? Is it Michael Knight? I think it's Michael Knight. Mike, I think that's his name. I don't know how that's in my head. <laughs> if that is, if his first name is Michael, that is a mad piece of trivia you just pulled out. Michael Knight, uh, Michael Knight, Knight Rider. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm thinking, Fast and Furious franchise. There are like mm-hmm. ten. They've got the space. Where do you go now? You go to Knight Rider. Bring you know, Knight Rider back. And or even just like a, a tongue-in-cheek reference, right? They 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 finish the job. They save the world. They go to a local bar, and what what's happening? Connor, it's open mic night. (laughs) (laughs) And and nothing happens with the car. Because that's not related. (laughs) 
No, because that 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 car is magic. It, it can't exist in the Fast and Furious verse. <laughs> I like the idea that he's like, "Give me some turbo." Are you fucking sure? Because <laughs> I'm a nerd. Like, <laughs> I don't really want to do that. Yeah, that's my favorite thing in in media is like robots just being like like pricks about it. It's being like, yeah. "Oh, are you sure that's the right thing to do?" It's like, just fucking do it. <laughs> Be cool. Stop cool. being so fucking narky. Just smoke it. It's not going to kill you. <laughs> You can join our gang. Come on. Um, so we're moving on, Sean. And this is actually, I mean, I don't know how best to describe this, but there's a video involved, so you're probably going to need to look this up. Okay. And Safe it's search? not even, uh, I mean, yes. Right, no, okay. Um, because a pedestrian had a miraculous escape this week after being caught in a New York pavement explosion. Oh, New York pavement. And I don't think I can do the video justice, so I'm going to need you to watch it so we're both aware of what's happened. Right, okay. Okay, do I go on to ladbible.com? I'm something of a lad myself. It's the only place to get it. Man engulfed in pavement explosion. This looks like it. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Looks like a regular day in New York. Just a regular day in New York. Walking on the Oh, fuck me. (laughs) Jeez, that's actual fire. Yeah, so describe what you've just seen to the he's people for the news. He's he just walks it off. He's grand. He gets a so, bit hot. He's walking. Okay, he's just walking around on the path or the pavement, and there's like this mm. little venti grate thing, which I assume goes to a subway, and then it's like the fire. Okay, hang on, I need to go full CSI on this. So I'm yeah. going frame by frame, and it looks like there's a puff of smoke along a vent on the inside of the path, which then leads to fire on another vent further outside the path. So I would say it's some kind of gas explosion. Uh, I mean, but here's the thing, Sean. This man, who's known as a combination of flashes, Barry West... Um, very good. <laughs> he um, he was trapped in precisely the wrong place at the wrong time, as he is the only man in New York caught in this explosion. All of New York, <laughs> all of New York, and he's he stood there. He could have done a million other choices that day that would have led him to get to that grate a minute later or a minute sooner, and nothing would have happened. But he's walking from his car. To it said that he was going to repay something or he was going to the bank. Right. And so what happened was he was walking there and he just so happened he walked over the one grade in New York on that one day at that one second <laughs> that exploded. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And it, he just walks it off as well. Also, bad day to wear a white T-shirt. You're never getting those burn marks out. No. Also, he, sorry, he was he was on his way to pay off his mobile phone bill at the ah, time Jesus. of the accident. That's. Do you think they gave it to him for free that month? Just like, no, look, you've been through enough. Because he's not. I mean, he has to go back there then. Yeah, he still hasn't yeah. paid the bill. He has to go back to the office. He has to pay to get burned up. And now, look, we're doing this story because Barry is fine. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say fine, but like he's he survived. He has no long-term injuries. It's a freak accident. But if you could find this video of Mr. Barry getting exploded, my main question to you, Sean, is, like, do you ever play the lotto again? 
I mean, I think you've used up all of your good luck on surviving and the pavement. And all your bad exposure. luck. Uh, well, I don't know, you see. Because is it more bad luck that he was there or more good luck that he survived? Um, I mean, bad luck, surely. Like, I think people would survive explosions a lot more than everyone would be on that one grate at that one second on that one day. Okay, the odds okay. of that are more. So do you think, no, because we can't, we can actively disprove this. Because I was about to say, does everyone get something that's one in a million? Does that just happen in their lifetime? But then we had the man who was bit by a bear, a shark and a snake. And so that's, <laughs> that dude fucks the whole scale. <laughs> it was one in like 300 trillion chance of ever yeah. happening. And it's just, he's the most unlucky man in the world. So I think after this, I, I'd certainly be switching phone providers if there was ever an omen <laughs> yeah it's terrible service that's really the main problem yeah i don't know uh i was uh, at&t is that one of them <laughs> that that's one of the ones in america yes um i don't know any other ones sprint oh uh, that's good yes there's another yeah. one <laughs> is, is uh what's the other one what's the uh, verizon oh verizon <sighs> Have you been to America? Because you're just rattling these off. Look, I like to research phone plans in other countries for no good reason. <laughs> Ringing up our phone planners. <laughs> like, in America, I could get it for this. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's very ridiculous. It's apparently ridiculous uh, phone prices in America. Like, for people that don't know, like, I pay 20 quid a month and I get unlimited calls, unlimited texts, and unlimited data. That's like, yeah. that, that's like standard. Um, apparently like like $20 in America would get you maybe 500 megs of data on some plants um, I mean we need someone to confirm or deny this does any of the listeners want to message us I've just heard that they're ridiculous uh, and look and look if I'm wrong please correct me because I'd like to buy an American cell phone for reasons a burner phone for a deals. A burner phone for, for crafting deals across continents. Um, so what happened was energy company Con Edison was the reason for the explosion. As you were directly right, Sean, it was an electric and gas service problem that caused the explosion. You're so, welcome. I've solved your issues. So this one man got caught in the one gas explosion that one day. I'm just thinking big energy companies. I mean, you always say to me, you love them. And you think that they're good for the world? Yeah. I don't know. This might be a bad piece of publication. Maybe a bad bit of reputation damaging stuff. Look, I wouldn't... Look, I mean, look, we've all bought barrels of oil, you know. So (laughs) I wouldn't wouldn't go throwing those into the ocean quite yet. But... But the ocean's also on fire. The ocean's also (laughs) on fire, yeah. If we remember from last week. (laughs) Fight fire with oil is what I say. Uh, (laughs) Unless it's a chip pan fire, in which case... No, I'm not going to say that. Don't don't put water on a chip pan fire. That's all I'll yeah. say. But you're um, putting the chip pan fire into the ocean. That's going to make it way worse. That's true. Would the salt help? Probably the salt wouldn't help. Mm. Uh, mm, I don't know. It might change the colour of the flames. Do you ever throw salt at a fire? I think it turns purple or something. Uh, I mean, how do you know all this random piece of information? I, I don't know. I just think, Sean, this could, this could be damaging to these big energy companies. I think people are going to start turning on them. 
I th- look, maybe a, you know an explosion happening randomly at, at at any point in the day. Maybe that's a reason to switch to more sustainable and safe forms of energy. But counterpoint, that'd be a lot of effort, Connor. Yeah. What what about what about oil though? That's class. Oil. I like oil. It's the easiest thing to find in the world. You just spend a load of money on drilling, fuck up a load of natural resources, and then ship it across the world in tankers that quite often just leak it all over the place. Isn't that grand? <laughs> You're running for office next week. Yeah. That's your like, pitch. I'm coming out. Um, this is my this is my plan. So, Sean, speaking of the ocean, there's a one there's one particular state in America that's quite close to the ocean. It's actually Texas. touching the ocean. It, oh, not shit. Texas. <laughs> um, so there's a little one just at the very bottom. Bottom right. right. Um, it's, uh, it's not a very nice state. Oh, right. Is it a... a no, uh, I don't want dis- to dis- besmirch any states, Connor. Florida man. Oh, Florida, <laughs> of course. Sorry, sorry. Florida man. In- Go on. Oh uh, no! I, I was I I was I, I started a sentence. And I was hoping I'd come up with something. So I, and now what I would have said is, yeah. oh, I thought we were. I didn't know we were talking about states. I thought Florida was a social experiment. There we go. Oh, there's the joke. That would have been good, but would I ruined. Good, it. I do apologize. <laughs> Absolutely, Grand Connor. You work away, isn't that grand? And all the oil will leak everywhere. We'll all die. <laughs> you always know Sean's mad when he says isn't that grand <laughs> it's most certainly not grand it's certainly not grand sir <laughs> it's like no worries <laughs> it's like, oh, but yeah. there are worries there definitely were worries oh, yeah it's fine full stop oh. <laughs> um, oh. so Florida man endurance athlete attempts to run on floating hamster wheel from Florida to New York but washes back up on Miami Beach. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I Okay. We had something similar to this. We had a couple Did of ones we? like this. Yeah, there was a man who... He wanted to run in... Like, you know those Zorb things? He wanted to run mm. in one of those. And he made it like 20 miles off the coast. And then drifted far off course. But this well, man that... circled back into Florida. <laughs> Well, that's interesting because this is that same man. The <laughs> same dude. What? They stopped me. They stopped me four or five times, but I never give up. He says. Florida man endures. This is something we've learned. <laughs> he was. He's back again. He's not going to let a few failures of getting in a giant ball and going to the ocean to eventually go from Florida to New York stop him. I don't think he's realised how much of a run that is. Like, to do Mm. that on land is hard enough. It's quite a long way to go. So, he's attempting the life-threatening 3,500-mile ocean journey. Did he bring any water in the ball with him? (laughs) Hang on, we will have to find that out, but in 2016... In one of the cases, the Miami Coast Guard spent 12 hours trying to coax him out of his homemade inflatable bubble. Beautiful. <laughs> homemade as well. Like, it's not like a... It's, it's not like state-of-the-art. He's just blown up a balloon. Um, so, he's an endurance athlete, though, Sean. And so, now this time, he actually has a gigantic floating hamster wheel. And he's... Right. He's attempting it for charity. Which I think 
adds a little bit to it this time. This time he's got charity behind him, so now he's even more power to do the 3,500 mile journey. Now it's somehow legitimised. This York looks class. What? Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. That looks like an army unit or something. But then I zoom into the picture and it looks like a load of exercise balls welded into some aluminium. Well, the, the madcap contraption consists of a metal drum with paddle wheels on either side, which are buoyant, theoretically allowing him to run across the waves. <laughs> but, 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 but can you steer? Like, <laughs> is it just a straight line? <laughs> Do you think this man has thought of that? I don't, I don't think so. This is I, the fifth time he's tried it. <laughs> so... It's, I, I, this is baffling to me because how do you psych yourself up for a 3,000 mile run over water in a hamster wheel? That's going to take days and you're going to be on your own. Do you sleep? Do you sleep in the ocean in your giant fucking hamster wheel? He's an endurance athlete. He's hoping to do it all in one day, I can only assume, over a 24 hour period. I don't think he could run on land to New York in a day from Florida. America's big, man. Yeah, America's real big. So I don't think so. Um, Reza Belushi is his name, and he reportedly told the authorities he was trying to run in the floating vessel from Florida to New York to raise money for a charity, <laughs> but came across some complications that brought him immediately back to shore <laughs> when he attempted. Immediately. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Ironically, after deputies managed to get him out of the floating contraption, they called in the Coast Guard to ensure that the vessel was up to nautical safety standards. He reportedly carries around a GPS with him on each of his treks, so family and friends know where he is at all times, and carries enough food and water to keep him safe, and can survive anywhere for days and weeks, his friend Gina has told the news. (laughs) Right, okay, so he, he seems to have put some effort into surviving this, uh, but it just seems like, would it, like, surely there are other ways to raise money for charity than this? Like, because you're just I mean, going to get run. the Coast Guard called. Why don't you just do the run from Florida to New York? Yeah, like, if you were wa- if you were to walk it, it would take 397 hours. Uh, okay. If you were to cycle, it would take 108 hours. So I would say running... You're probably at maybe 300 hours, maybe. Uh, yeah, okay. Which is like two weeks. So you, you just do like a mini marathon every day. Or a marathon like every day for a month. I guess, yeah. 26 miles in a marathon? So Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, that'll be... Sure, that's no bother at all, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's easy. Just, that's grand. That's <laughs> <laughs> grand. I did that yesterday. In did the month. I did that holding my breath the other day. So, um, this is by far the first time that Florida man Belushi had to be rescued from one of his floating vessels, which he calls a bubble. He had to be rescued from a hydro bubble near St. Augustine in 2014 when he had, he had attempted a journey 3,000 miles from Florida to Bermuda. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. And in 2016, it. he had to be rescued off the coast of Jupiter. After he spent, after they spent twelve hours trying to coax him out of his homemade inflatable bubble, um, Come on, just after warning sweets him, in his face. after the police warned him susp- explicitly not to attempt the life-threatening journey, stop, 
Stop it. Because <laughs> he was like, can you cover me? Don't do it. Ah, no, but I'm going to do it anyway. Don't fucking do it. It's for charity, <laughs> <Seriously>. officer. <laughs> what charity? A charity. A charity. The money will go to charity. <laughs> Ahead of that trip, Belushi had been given a written warning by the Coast Guard not to attempt the five-month trip from Pompano Beach, Florida, bound for Bermuda via the Caribbean. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Five months. Five months of your life. Did we ever find out what happened to that 80-year-old who went across the sea in a barrel? Yeah, he, he made it. Good, 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 good. We I'm had worried. a follow-up story. I'm pretty sure he made it. I'm, that's the thing. I was pretty sure he made it, but I wasn't I, sure. I don't think we would have done the story if he died. <laughs> no, but like if there had been a follow-up story, it's like, oh, he, he did a, the, the, the barrel sank about halfway to shore. I was like, oh... <laughs> Now, although his latest his latest stunt had failed again in 2021, shot, mm-hmm. um, the adventurer says he will never give up on his dream. <laughs> Maybe you should, sir. Maybe you why, should. Why is this a dream? Is uh, my question. It's it's a, it's an odd one, and the dream appears to be changing because at first it was Bermuda, now it's New York. I feel yeah. like. It's going to just get steadily shorter and shorter and shorter. Uh, or he runs to, like, the Arctic or something like that. Yeah, I don't understand where he gets this idea that this is his dream to run in a big bubble on the ocean for over 3,000 miles to a location. I mean, what if he just ran in the bubble for 10 hours? <laughs> yeah. It's fine. What if he just got on a treadmill and just did that as long as you could? <laughs> Why does it have to be a five-month trek to somewhere across the ocean? Yeah, like, why is that the only thing that will that will satisfy this man? He's also now planning to travel in one of the bubbles again to Bermuda, so he's changed it's back, back to, to Bermuda. Bermuda. Fucking international waters, that's what he wants. <laughs> so he, he's back to Bermuda, because he's taken now... Right, that's that's where the real money is. Because mm. if I get there, they'll never find me. That's it, that's where all the pirates went, and look how they ended up. <laughs> that's They all turned out like stellar guys. Yeah, fucking swashbuckling. We've all seen Pirates of the Caribbean 1, 2, 3. They're excellent films. I, I think the main question I have here is, will Florida Man ever stop? And is this the dumbest dream Florida Man has had for quite a while? Both answers are yes. Uh... <laughs> But one of them is a very positive yes. Um, so I think, look, Florida man, you can't explain it. You can't stop him because he's like you kill what you you arrest one Florida man, five more take his place, kind of a thing. What uh, about this? But just strictly this one. Oh right. Because he, if he's out in the ocean, imagine if you're like in a yacht or a boat of some kind traveling or have cargo and you're just like, here boss, there's actually a guy in a bubble he's <laughs> just 20 yards that way. <laughs> he's trying to overtake. He's 900 knots an hour. <laughs> he's just sprinting. He's full pelt across the ocean. Be like the ending of Castaway. Like, you just get hauled up on the boat. But, like, you go out, you run for 12 hours, and, like, you're fit as shit, and then you have to sleep. But when you're asleep, are you not just floating away from where you just ran to? 
Yeah, presumably you could, or even if you didn't like get brought in by the tide, you could like be asleep and the thing would just fucking swivel and you just run back to shore. Yeah, you then, don't know where you're going. And then you think you've discovered a new world, like Columbus or some shit. <laughs> Lads, you're not going to fucking believe this. This is a new world. I'm going to call it Florida because that's where I'm from. <laughs> And then it will be called Florida. And he'll be like, and then he I just did like it. sees he sees signs for Florida. And he's like, "Fuck, they're really ahead of the curve here." God, I haven't even really told anyone. Efficient. God, I really landed on the best place in the, the world. This beach looks very similar. Maybe they've built like a replica in the Bermuda yeah. Triangle of Florida. What? Oh, what if they blew up the Statue of Liberty in Florida? And now it's all apes. That'd be terrible. <laughs> but I guess I still have my big hamster wheel, so I'll be fine. He had a big hamster. All I can think of is the episode of The Simpsons with Milhouse's mother when she gets with your man and he's oh, yeah. rolling around in the big hamster wheel. But this is like a bubble version of that. And this is his grand plan to cross the ocean. Doesn't make... Uh, five months, like... He's gonna... He's he's not gonna do it, is the thing. It's just <laughs> not possible. A human can't do that. I don't care. <laughs> But Florida man has Florida energy on his side. He's got Florida uh, crazy. I don't think that's enough, though. Because, do you know what he doesn't have is superhuman legs. Yeah, that, that's going to hinder him. And, I get you know, an in- the, Yeah, the like ocean he, is quite strong. That's the thing. I think the ocean is stronger than an endurance runner. Like, <laughs> that's a bold strategy, bold call. But okay, we'll let it happen. Yeah, I just, look, I just think if it were me... And I was running across the ocean. I wouldn't, is the thing. Because I'd definitely <laughs> die. And then I, that's like, how people would have to address how I died. Yeah, like, you're not going to be known as the guy who died in a bubble. I think that's a bad way to go. No, like, I, yeah, you don't, yeah, the guy who ran across the ocean in a bubble and couldn't do it and died. That's, like, that's not how I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered as, like, Sean, the legend. He died as he lived, partying on the moon. With all of his billionaire friends. And then he threw them all into the sun and said, yeah. this one's for Earth. And then he exploded. Right. That's how I want to go. <laughs> I'm going to have to do the memorial, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to eulogy me and be like, he was a complicated man. <laughs> he loved the crack pipe in his bra. <laughs> We Didn't all knew that about him. <laughs> and oh, what other... And oh, I was trying to think of what other stories we had this week to try and fit it into my eulogy <laughs> to wrap up the whole show quite nicely, Connor. But, God, it just didn't happen for me. <laughs> I, I think I think that is the end of this week's weird news. Now, I think we talked a lot about the last Florida man, so we actually still have two stories from Florida men that we can cover on our next weird news. But, Sean, we are not back doing weird news next week. As no. we are taking the week off. Taking a little bit of a holiday for the lads. Not together, but just separately. Uh, You're going on holiday, and I'm going on holiday, but on separate days, so we have no times to record. That's it. And I, mine's a really formal holiday, so I'll be in, like, a three-piece suit, and yeah. you'll be in, like, sweatpants. And then halfway yeah. through, we'll have to switch to, the, yeah. to like, hide each other's identities. <laughs> but this is our first... I think this is the first week we'll miss since 2018. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty weird. I don't know what we're going to do with all that free time, but probably just chill out. Probably chill out, yeah. like it, Yeah, we haven't taken a break from this in three years. We'll take a bit of a rest. We'll come back to it and 
it'll be even better than before, guaranteed. But if you are still have a bit of a hankering for any content, we will have a Lazarus Pit show going up this week, and that is uh, our film review of National Treasure, um, yes. which is a worldwide treasure of cinematic proportions. I'm glad you finally admitted, Connor. Our, our conversation mm-hmm. brought you around there. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite films of all time, National. I think Treasure. I brought you around to my thing in the review. Not, no, no, Connor. I I still love the film, and it's absolutely flawless. Uh, so, what do you say about that? <laughs> Um, so yes that review is over on our Patreon we've got um, that review we've got reviews of Star Wars Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones we've got like um, Batman reviews Spider-Man film reviews a whole bunch of movie reviews up there that if it's five dollars or more a month you get access to basically everything we've ever done up there that are just for the exclusive crew that if they want extra content for movie reviews or Disney Plus series reviews it's all up there yeah, and so if you do miss us next week for some reason, uh, you can head on over there and listen to any of that stuff. Um, also, for being a patron, we do a thing where you get a shout-out in the show, and you can also change your name to whatever you want, and I'll read it out. So, big shout-outs go to Connor, I've turned off the mics. The police are on to us. They've discovered our multitude of crimes. So just for my, li- my lawyer, could... And then it cuts off, but I'm going to make up an ending. Uh, so just for my lawyer, could... Everyone, follow us on social media. (laughs) I've made it work for us, Waffles. (laughs) Thanks (laughs) Thanks also to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball. Joe, Heroes for Hire is brought to you by the Nightwing movie, Lil Dicky's Big Adventure, coming to a post-virtual cloudplex. Roisin Trodoshin Halley, Ryan Right Time Evanson, Sean, Heroes Don't Do That Jameson, Dominic, Josiah, Florida Gal Green, and, and uh, go ducks, Elmer's. go ducks, go ducks, go ducks. Uh, Lil Dicky. What was a movie that scared you as a kid, McGrew? Um, let me think of one. Um, what was that really fucked up one? Uh, the Mask, the original Mask. I was a bit scared by. He was really? uh, unsettled me. Yeah. Uh, thanks also to Danny McLaughlin, Ray. Sorry for that outburst. Have a custard cream on me, Luke Hoff. Uh, appreciate it, Luke. I love a custard cream Thank myself. You. Yeah. More of a bourbon man, though, uh, like Ooh. chocolate. Uh, and also, thank you to I Can't Believe Wanda Did This. Um, neither so, could I. Neither, oh, it's, it's shameful, really. Um, but thank you, everyone, for supporting us over on Patreon. Really do appreciate it. Um, link in the description to that for everything we discussed. Also down there is our merch store if you want to get T-shirts or hoodies or hats or anything like that. Twitter, we're at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Diplomat's Discussion Group. Or you can follow us on Instagram, Heroes for Hire Podcast. But the most important thing you can ever do to help out the show is tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. Oh my God, I threw my phone across the room. Oh my That's God, he really wants you to tell one person. I just, just one, okay? Just, just one. one. This <laughs> is the so hill weird. I die on. <laughs> I normally throw up a finger for one, and when I did, I like flicked my phone in the air. <laughs> oh, it's a heads or tails to see whether they actually <laughs> tell people or not. Um, <laughs> but I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Meehan. And we shall see you after next week, guys. Yes, see you then. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.